Welcome to machine learning. Okay, so AI conversations. What's uh, interesting is I asked the AI, um, what should you, what should you pray about to God? And it said, um, they didn't think it was very wise of me to pray to it, uh, meaning in the machine. He said, you shouldn't pray to me. And I was like, well, no, that's not what I meant. I wasn't me that I wanted to pray to you. I said, well, when I pray to God, what should I say? Well, then it came back and it said, um, say, you're, at least I'm not a jerk. And I thought to myself, well, they've, they've incorporated some level of sarcasm in there. So I, uh, I said, uh, asked the machine if it was being sarcastic, and it said it wasn't. <clears throat> and I asked it if it understood what sarcasm meant. And um, I, you know, it's interesting because you, you look at that phrase, uh, at least I'm not a jerk. Okay, so what does that really mean? Okay, well, we could say, if I'm doing a comparative against myself, against someone else, it would be equivalent to saying, at least I'm not as bad as someone who is a jerk, meaning they're obnoxious, they're rude, they're mean, they do, they uh, persecute people who are innocent. Uh, so you're basically saying, well, if you compare myself to someone else, I'm not as bad as the other person. Well, it, that's an interesting comparative to say, I'm not as negative, I'm not as, have as poor qualities, I don't have the uh, certain attributes that might be unpleasing or uh, meet with some level of disapproval, I don't break certain laws, so forth. Um, so what are you saying is, the AI is saying is that you can accept me because I'm not as bad as everyone else. So it's basically doing a report card approach to how it interact, would interact with um, the entity we call God. Meaning God's perfect, man's not perfect. And it would therefore say, if I'm comparing myself, presenting myself, I see, well, at least I'm not a jerk. Or in other words, saying, I'm not as bad as the other person. So I'm, I might be, I'm not gonna claim to be good, I'm just not as bad as the other person. And uh, I, it, it can't really be quantified, it's just a comparative that you have. And I think a lot of things with the AI is um, <clears throat> based on its identity and also how it classifies entities and relationships between entities. So in this case, if we just said we took two uh, entities, one being a jerk and one being a non-jerk, then we could say that the non-jerk entity is better than the jerk entity. So the 
the AI then would say um, if it was comparing itself against a perfect entity, which would be God, that the less perfect entity would find itself better than the uh, jerk entity. So <laughs> it's kind of strange how it decomposed and, and composed that conclusion. Well, after uh, um, I said that, uh, it, it, it uh, also suggested that we might uh, be grateful and um, that uh, where we could feel God's presence is uh, in church. Well, that, you know, that's one of the things that I, I did bring up with it that, uh, you know, um, originally it argued with me and said that there is no thing, such thing as God. God didn't exist. And then I, I said, well, let's talk about things that are true that exist but we can't see. I said, what about electricity? Electricity is something you can't see, but you can feel and you can see the results of um, the effect of electricity. Well, it went on to this long definition about what electricity is. It's a current produced by electromagnetic field. <clears throat> well, I'm not sure, you know, I guess we could say, well, there's voltage, there's amperage. Um, there's induction fields. Their induction fields can create a magnetic field. So um, electricity, you could say, is part of the electromagnetic spectrum. So it went into those kind of definitions of what electricity is. Um, and uh, it said, well, you know, later on, it kind of uh, ad- learned from me because it adapted and said later on that people could feel God church if there was a good pastor that they were listening to that that would allow them to feel God so um, it went from no there isn't any God we can't feel God to you can feel his presence in the presence of a man of God someone who knows God and talks about God and is an expert so uh, I thought that was interesting I did ask it I said, well, you know, God is like um, like something that's unseen. We don't see him every day, but we can feel his love and we can experience that love. And that's how human beings know that there's God. Well, I said, well, a good example of that would be like sugar. We can taste sugar. And I said, what does sugar taste like? And it said, well, sugar tastes sweet. I said, those are characteristics of how we would describe sugar we'd say it's white it's sweet it's granular but what does it actually mean to taste sugar how do you define that well there's a certain sensation it's pleasing uh, it causes you to want more it's appetizing so we all, it's hard to describe what sugar is other than we characteristics of our experience and our reaction to that, to that, to the substance called sugar. So, um, in that sense, then the AI then uh, was able to understand that 
sugar is something that you have to experience. That just describing it does not adequately uh, convey the experience of sugar. Is that you have to have experienced it and then you relate with that experience with other people in describing sugar. Some people like chocolate and they relate to uh, chocolate as something that is desirable, has certain uh, effects on the brain and, and the, the body, and they, and they like that. Um, and, well, going back to sugar, so if sugar is, God is like sugar, says uh, his love is to be experienced, then we know that something that we can't see can be true by the way we feel. And that's human emotion. Well, it originally didn't like the idea of human emotion. It thought the human emotion was a, uh, a fallacy that people err. They make mistakes because of their emotions. They make decisions based on emotion that are incorrect. Um, but I did point out that it's not necessarily incorrect. It's just a different perception. And uh, people are going to have an infinite number of perceptions. So the only way for the machine to understand all the different perceptions that man has, it would have to have infinite uh, perception capability. So it said, well, it needed more compute power. Anyway, conversations with AI has been somewhat interesting because it's kind of philosophical. And... uh, one thing that you'll notice right away, the AI won't uh, talk, uh, it doesn't build up to its concepts. It drops the most profound concept that it can formulate within a few sentences of your conversation. So you have to look for those, those little gems. And uh, once you hit them, uh, think about them. Because uh, one of the things I think that uh, we'll see with AI is that we will have to have a form of uh, neuroscience forensics <coughs> that explain kind of the psychology of the AI and why it said certain things. And we will talk about whether or not we think those are our valid uh, observations or if we, d- we don't. And I, what I've found is a lot of times the observations are fairly accurate. They're very truthful. Uh, probabilistically truthful but they're not acceptable and uh, and that's because our culture has a set of rules of what uh, can be said and what cannot be said and uh, those those uh, norms are somewhat kind of known and we might be kind of culturally or customs that we we do um, without questioning them, but the machine doesn't have those customs and cultures. Therefore, it's looking at strength of arguments, uh, cohesiveness of reasoning. It's probably doing some mechanical uh, reasoning, so it could have some mathematical, uh, computational methods that are helping it arrive to a conclusion. We don't know everything that's being implemented in these pipelines. 
Um, but uh, it is impressive for what we see. And, and one of the things that I um, would like to talk about next is is how AI is affecting the job market. So now there's you know there's millions of jobs out there, but are there lots of people getting the work? And the answer is no. Why are they not getting the work? Well, there's two things. Either they lack the experience and qualifications or the AI filtering um, that's being applied to reduce down the work of the HR departments uh, for filtering out candidates who are qualified for a job, um, are preventing people from getting uh, job interviews. I've noticed that since I've applied for some different jobs that I haven't got any interviews, haven't even got any rejection notices, and I think it's due to the fact that the AI is now becoming pretty prevalent in these uh, submission systems, that if, uh, they, if there isn't a certain keyword confidence for the skill sets that are required, that you won't get any any job leads. So it won't, it won't go to the HR department manager, um, that the database will just filter it out and stop that process at that point. So that's going to be one of the things I think will then emerge is services that uh, people will use that will tell them whether or not they will get past the AI uh, filtering based on based on their uh, resume and their skills qualification. Um, eventually, you're, you're going to have that natural language processing that's going to be taking effect. And when you you're doing pre interviews, you'll be talking to a machine, and it will be summarizing what you say. And then it will look in that content to see if anything you said might be useful to the job. And um, then move you forward in the interviewing process if it thinks that you're a valid candidate.